It's the Hoops Talk. We are back. Yes. It's going down with Karen, Kendall, April. April (laughs) Fools. Actually, April Fools did hit. (laughs) The whole year of 2020 was April Fools. (laughs) I was hoping. (laughs) Well, we also had some April Fools up on Twitter. True. <laughs> they were living the spirit of being fools for April. So that's going to be coming up on the pod. Um, yeah, we are here. It's Saturday because obviously we record on Saturdays now, but a lot of things have been happening. Of course, we're always like a day behind and a day ahead, but whatever. So please enjoy what we're, what we're putting out there before we do our house cleaning as we normally do. Karen, tell us what's going on in the Bay. Okay, Give us a sitch. A couple things. Okay. I'm not sleeping. One. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, but I have my vaccine shot tomorrow. Ooh, you got an appointment. Ooh, ooh. After two weeks of hacks. <laughs> oh yeah, my you God. were worried you weren't going to get one for like until May. Oh, I scoured Walgreens. I went to their farms. I was like, hey, as if it was some kind of like drug push. <laughs> I've got the plug on the vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And then I'm trying to play the simple card rubbing my belly at the same time. <laughs> oh, you got all the tricks. And then, yeah. And then I should have went to my regular one because the people there were great. And she my friend, mm-hmm. my girl Jenny, she was like, hit up online at 6 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great though. Hey. exciting it's the one and done it's the one and done i think that's the new supply in the bay they're okay the two the two dosers that's what you got right kendall yep okay and it was fine you you just well be prepared for like 12 hours at least for me and my mom 12 hours about 12 hours later we did get aches chills and a fever so Mm. but it didn't last very long lasted like overnight okay yeah just stay in bed i know some people have been you know taking time off work like it they just kind of buffer that in for um that possibility um Kendall t- tell us though how is Utah what's going on what's it's opening up sun's coming out you got vax what's happening in Utah um yeah it definitely feels like it is opening up I went to a, a store yesterday I went on a hike and then I went to a Dick's Sporting Goods yesterday and it was like jam-packed lots of non-maskers even though we mm. should all still be wearing our masks regardless of vaccine or not yeah and i did one lap and was like i don't even want to look for what i'm looking for because this is giving me anxiety and i yes. walked out and i left yes but yeah uh utah's whatever it was kind of hot yesterday i'm really not mm. looking forward to that part of mm. the year um <laughs> yeah you barely got your snow I know. Fuck that, man. I was, I was, (laughs) it lasted for like two hours and then it was like 74 degrees that day. I was, I'm just not prepared for the desert heat. Yeah. We're getting it up. We're like at, we'll be in the eighties today. Palm Street is already going to hit a hundred. Joshua tree is going to be in the nineties. So we are, because where I'm at, I'm, my elevation is high up enough that I we're at least 10 to 20 degrees cooler than, you know, down in Joshua Tree or Palm Springs, yeah. which still I'm like, wow, this is hot. 
It was 84 yesterday and I went wow. on and I was like, Ugh. like I could feel my face is a little, I got like a little kiss of sun. Kiss of sun. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but it was definitely hot. And I'm like, this sucks. I like summer, but I hate summer. At the same time. I agree with you. I agree with you. I can cover my body up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to invest in like, you know, the, the, what are those kimonos or the, you know, the, the beach where, I mean, I was walking around in just like a bra and my sweatpants this morning because I'm like, it's too hot already. Yeah. It's too hot. So the heat is on Ooh. April. I can't, we made it through March. Sheesh. More than a year. Right. <laughs> We're past a year. <sighs> it's been, it's been tough. It has been tough, but we're, we're, we are now in April, super excited, lots of stuff going on. And um, yeah, sports is continuing to roll itself uh, into a tizzy, as we all know. So we're going to get into several topics today. We got uh, NCAA women's basketball. We have opening day. We have some knuckleheads on Twitter. <laughs> we got it all for you guys. So uh, before we get into our uh, topics, let's do a little house cleaning. As always, we ask you to download the Good News Radio and Podcast app so you can catch our show 6.30 p.m. every Wednesday night. But also there's a ton of other great shows on the app so you can be able to have a variety of sports talk and other entertainments and a bunch of laughs and advice and all categories of of uh, shows on on the Good News Radio podcast app. Um, you can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because um, for the replay, or if you're already listening to those, you'll be able to catch us there the day after or the morning after. Um, and then we're also on uh, social. So we're on Twitter at the Hoops Talk Pod. We're on Instagram at the Hoops Talking. We're, we troll on TikTok. <laughs> well, we're not really troll, but we just, we like to look at things through TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so hit us up on social. So we've had DMs from people that like some of the things that we're doing, um, that we're talking about. We're really enjoying our um, conversation that we had last time about uh, Nick Young and how we roasted his ass for being Board a dummy. Trash. So get ready because we have some more roasting to do. It's oh, yeah. grilling, it's grilling season. So yeah, we're grilling for Easter. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be doing some grilling this Easter on some of these, uh, some of these full turkeys up in here on Twitter. Um, so yeah, check us out there. So we're gonna just roll right into our topics because we're super excited to talk about these things. First off, March Madness. We are. NCAA women's basketball we are down to the final two uh, teams for the championship is tomorrow at 3 p.m on ESPN but ladies the final four games are nuts this was so exciting this was so there you go yep (laughs) yep I mean how exciting have these games been I gotta tell you, I've been screaming. I've been screaming. I was just like, wow. And I know we picked Stanford. Okay. I know that I picked Stanford first. 
<laughs> because one morning I woke up and I'm like, oh, we have to set our bracket and I wanted to participate. So I picked Stanford for us only because I was like, oh, it's a local team and, you know, Obama and a lot of things that I felt were, it was a good pick. Um, and so I know for this season and for this bracket, we have that. And they are in the final two. They're one of the final two in the championships. But in reality, like all the teams, all the games have just, it's just been a wonderful thing to see. I've been blown away. Cause I don't really, I mean, I follow, um, I would follow men. I don't know about you guys, but I followed men's college tournament because I had to cover it when I was at Yahoo, when I worked there. But we didn't cover the women's, at least when I was there, we didn't cover the women's tournament. Oh, still don't. And so I, I wouldn't necessarily be watching it per se. I just had to like for social keep up with what was happening and then put out stuff. And then we had our, we had our bracket and our turning that we would work on. So I don't know about you, but I had never watched the women's basketball tournament um, and actually watched it like sat and watched it, like not just like had to work it. Um, and it, I don't know if every season's as exciting as this season, but I was just, just blown away. And one of the things, one of my takeaways, and I'll let, uh, I'd love to hear your guys' um, thoughts on this, this tournament. But one of my big takeaways was when a foul is called, and by the way, the coaches sucked officiating. They are terrible. We'll talk about that. But one of the things, one of the big takeaways for me was they get a foul called and they just like go on with their lives. They, they, they play, they don't stand there for five minutes arguing (laughs) with the coach, you know, or saying, Oh, that wasn't my foul. And, or, you know, they're just like, Oh, whistle blowed. We stop. What is, what is it? Move on with our lives. Keep the game going. They keep the game rolling. And it's just like, they're not fixated on what happened they want to just have this forward momentum and I love seeing that so that's something that I like took away from you know just like the tournament I don't know what do you what are your guys thoughts on on this seasons if you have never watched it before or if you're been watching uh, I've watched games before I haven't watched like whole tournaments I remember I can't remember what year it was, but when that girl from South Carolina hit that like last second shot a couple Mm. years ago and it like the internet blew up, I can't remember her name and I feel Mm. really bad, but like, um, I remember stuff like that, but yeah, I mean, the officiating has been really bad, really bad. Like that last, that girl in the, was it UConn who, fouled out on the foul that like she didn't even touch the ball she didn't touch the girl and the refs even went to the like stand to like rewatch it and they were like oh yeah this is definitely on her and she ended up fouling out and she was like the UConn player that was actually playing well last night because right I love Paige but let's be honest she did not have her best game last night no she didn't have it's not there's no consistency there I know she was named AP player um uh, of the year or something like that her she split it with another freshman um freshman to win it yeah but the thing is it's like i I mean we're really not gonna there needs to be a conversation about that altogether i feel and we've dabbled and danced around it i don't but you know i don't necessarily think that 
I would just like to see what goes into some of those AP votes. Right. Um, <laughs> right. I think Paige deserved it. She was you balling think so? all year. Yeah, she was balling all year. She, she has like one of four or five women's players to score over a hundred points in the tournament. Like, and that's the history of the I tournament. So. I mean, I think she deserved it. Uh, I can't think of anyone else that would be more deserving. Um, I don't know. I, I just think like she just didn't have her best game last night when it mattered, but hmm. that happens. And I mean, Arizona was really freaking good, yeah. especially this girl right here, Ari McDonald. Woo. She came to uh, play. Yeah. 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 I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Karen? Oh, I kind of tapping on this whole story, the whole opinion about Paige. Like I agree with Kim though she deserves it, but I think what happens is we know that there's a lack of coverage in general in women's basketball, but they tend to, the media does tend to put the um, white superstars on the pedestal. And I, I think they tend to push down on the rest of the players there, which if we remember, who was it? Um, uh, she got in the WNBA, she got coined as like the activist of the year. Um, our, oh, um, you, you, uh, interviewed with her uh, for the Kendall. Oh, Brianna oh, Stewart. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and like it's kind of like all right. And then who was our our big star, Sabrina, last year when there was yeah women after her too or amongst her. So I think that that's problematic. Um, but yeah, not to diminish Paige's hard work. I mean, she's a superstar and then to go back on that foul like Dijonay's call or non-call like come on in that ducks and um yeah huskies game oh, yeah. like wow like you said I mean, don't even bother to go back look at it and be like oh that was a bad call like that i mean you insane. just you can look at what ba- what was the baylor game where that was that call um baylor yukon yep. mm-hmm. you know that was a terrible call there's one in the South Carolina one yesterday too, where the girl clearly kicked the ball. Clearly, ball clearly kicked the ball, and I think like she ran. There was also another play where she ran across. I think it was Hull, uh, and pushed the girl, the, the the other player. I mean, there is. I don't know. I respect as if this isn't important. You know what I mean? Like ah, oh, whatever. It's like treating it like a high school game. Like whatever. It is what it is. But like. This yeah. could potentially be some of these women's careers, future careers, just the school itself, the league. I don't know. It's it's disappointing. It is disappointing. It's disappointing. And yet, again, I go back to how these young women, these young athletes are like, okay, I can't focus on a bad call. I'm just going to continue playing. And the coaches do their job. And there's a lot of trust there that, you know, it is what it is. And they move on and win or lose. And yeah, bad calls suck. But it's not like, let's take it out on everybody on the court. Let's make a big show about it. I don't know. I just found that refreshing, especially after watching like, you know, we love NBA so much. But man, at any time, and you could say, put it on LeBron if you want. Anytime they get called a foul, it's like at least two minutes of them complaining about the call. And then some of them can't even let it go. Cause in the next plays, they'll be going back. I don't know. Well, like you said, it's like women have to always just take it and, and be grateful for what they have. Oh, be grateful. You were on this 
stage, you know, like you got this far kind of bullshit. And I mean, we're on the positive note, like the NCAA women's is like getting so much play. They're trending on Twitter, uh, 66% viewership up. And they say like, no one wants to watch this stuff. I mean, I'm hearing guys watched last night. They watched the two games last night and thought that was way more exciting. Like it sounds like a snooze fest on the men's side. Yeah. I haven't even watched a single men's game. It's the men's tournament started off hot and then it just kind of like fizzled out. Who are the, do you even know who the, who's in the championship is wait, the final four is going on tonight, today or today. So okay. it's it's UCLA and Gonzaga. Okay. And Baylor and Houston. Oh, we're still in oh. it. So, <laughs> yeah, we picked Gonzaga. <laughs> so the the real like Cinderella, if you want to call it that, is UCLA, who's an eleven seed. Right. And after the men's tournament, I don't know if the women's tournament does this. The men's tournament has a a first four which they have to play to get into the tournament like they're on the bubble but they play one more game to get into the actual tournament okay and the and ucla was in one of the first four so there mm. the whole thing is like first four to final four and then obviously hopefully they beat gonzaga and make it to the championship but Got that's it. the real really the only like cool thing about the men's tournament okay okay yeah, it certainly hasn't been as exciting as the women's here lately, though. I mean, yeah. most of the games yesterday wow. were awesome. Yeah. I they... legitimately was crying after that girl from oh, my... Carolina missed that that putback. Aliyah? Yeah, Boston. Oh, yeah, Aliyah Boston. Because you know she's made that shot a trillion times, yeah. right? Like, and she's probably just replaying it over and oh, over. Oh, I can yeah. imagine. That's what that was one of the things that um, the analysts were saying after the game. They they were saying, you know, yeah, that was that play is going to stay with her forever. Like it'll just always live as because she's an as an athlete. Those those types of plays they just stay with you, and that's that's the one you want to say like, oh, just let it go. Next game, next game. But that'll be like one that will will haunt her. Um, yeah, that I cried at the end of that game. I cried. I was just gone so badly. Well, it's just like the passion. I know we did pick Stanford, but I didn't want Stanford to win. (laughs) (laughs) Next time, somebody better give bracket input. (laughs) I mean, or someone should be sneaking around creating Pinterests and brackets. (laughs) True. (laughs) Okay, that's on me. Hey, by the way, guys, our brackets in. We picked Stanford, <laughs> and it's endorsed. Hoops talk. <laughs> I put a logo on it. <laughs> I tagged us in the post. We can't. You can't. You can't sleep on me. You can't sleep on me because you know that's how brackets work. Is you always pick like who your head thinks you should pick but you're actually rooting for the underdog yeah so it's like yeah you want your bracket to do well but also you want to bust the shit out of it and have some fun right like that's just yeah <laughs> well I mean I mean I think it's kind of cool we still have a dog in the fight from our at least from a bracket point of view because we have Stanford and Gonzaga um so 
we'll see what happens. I'm super excited. So tomorrow, because we record on Saturday, so Sunday, tomorrow at 3 p.m. on ESPN will be the women's championship. So the Stanford and Arizona. Um, I also want to mention Ada Barnes. She was one of the first two. So it was Dawn and her were two uh, black coaches to reach the final four. And now she's in the championship. And can we also say the fact that Arizona was not in the hype video? (laughs) Okay, what? Like what intern did they have? I was filmed and edited probably weeks ago, you know, that's Well, did you see her at the end after they won and she was talking to her team and she she gave the double burden? She was like, everyone. (laughs) Somebody caught it. And I'm like, yeah, no, I want Arizona to win. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, that I mean, they were they were just on it. They were on it. And and having Ada, she's now she's going up against um, Tara Vanderveer of Stanford. But man, like. That UConn, I, I can't believe how poorly UConn played. Like, it was a bad showing. It was a bad day for them. Um, and the, at the end, like, the de- Arizona's defense was just insane. Insane. Like, I don't know, man. They, they're going to, it's going to be a fucking awesome championship yeah. game. I'm like, fangirling really hard over Ari McDonald here behind yes, me. You are Leah Barnes. Like I was fangirling hard. Like, if they were to walk down the street, I would literally kick <laughs> open my front door and be like, chase them down the street. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> okay, I mean, we're gonna have to <laughs> definitely have to keep an eye out. Let's DM her, get her on the show. Let's I know, seriously. Total. She played at Arizona. They haven't been shit since she played. She went mm-hmm. to the WNBA. She was on the Storm. Badass. Like her assistant coach is her husband. <laughs> she just had a baby. Like and oh yeah, she brought the baby. She brought her baby on. Like you yeah. saw her kiss. Ada brought her baby and yeah. gave it a kiss. The baby staying in the hotel with her, so you know she's not getting any sleep. And she still took her team to the freaking national championship. Yeah. Women. Gave the double bird. She had Versace sneakers on last night. Black like women and in style. She is goals, essentially. I mean, and this is, see, you want to talk, I know we're going to get in this later, but you want to talk about narratives? You want to talk about storylines? Oh, yeah. oh, there's no story narrative there? Yeah. You want to talk about, you want to tell me about that? You want to tell me about the storylines? We, I mean, just in this game, in this one game, mm-hmm. we got stories for you. Yeah, we got stories. So don't you worry. Don't I know there's some folk out there wearing their pretty little head about stories in the women's game, but we got you. Yeah. Okay. Bitch, we got your stories. <laughs> one person. Yeah. <laughs> on one person. Put your money where your big mouth is. Ugh, for real. I mean, we got stories. So don't worry. Don't worry. Um, really quickly too for this, I wanted to point out on the South Carolina team. We had Zia Cook, Destiny Henderson, and Aliyah Boston. Okay, the the three of them put up 54 of the 65 points. Jeez. Okay, that means out, out 
11, there was 11 points made by other team players, but like these three were the bulk of the 65. On top of that, Aliyah Boston scored 11 points. She had 16 rebounds and four blocks. I mean, that's a lot of rebounds. Yeah, that's a lot of rebounds. A lot of rebounds. A lot of rebounds. So More they twenty million dollar uh, <laughs> NBA players. Yeah, they they're actually just put playing and not just you know hustling their opinion around. Um, on the Stanford side, which I think was interesting, um, you had Haley Jones was definitely the the star in this game. Um, she has some clutch uh, points made. She made 24 points. Lexi Hull had 18 points. Kiana Williams had eight points. But really, Cameron Brink, she had six points and six blocks. She was she was out there. So in the end, I think the defense ended up winning this game. And just the, the you know, honest, honestly, like, I guess you could say bad calls, and some of the way that the ball fell, but not to take anything away from Stanford, who I think that when you look at their stats for their players, it's definitely more balanced than South Carolina with, you know, three majority players. Um, all, I mean, it's a team effort, but, you know, when you look at these the stats, just looking on stats, I'm not saying like personally or anything like that, you could see that Stanford was more balanced. Um and in the end, it was just, it was literally the roll of the ball. <laughs> That's what it came down to. The heart, the heartbreak, the energy, the passion. I, this is just, I mean, I, I was like, gosh, I wish it was best out of three, you know, yeah. would love to see that. Love to see your best out of three, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. And it's actually got me thinking like we have a, uh, mountain copper college um in joshua tree like down down the way and i'm like maybe i'll start going to games once we're vaccinated and stuff like that and you know who knows uh this is like we always talk about the funnel you know if we show the support uh, and it'll it'll bring the funnel to the WNBA. so we'll see we'll see great games super excited about um that and we're still in it um rolling really quickly off of NCAA. It was MLB opening day. What? Baseball. <laughs> At least Karen. one Bay Area team's winning. Well, oh, oh, Karen, so you, so yes, you are a huge San Francisco Giants fan. I don't know about huge, but I'm a fan because I love baseball games in person. And okay. to be honest, last season, like went by like a blur because there wasn't games right in person to look forward to and as you can see the stadium's fucking beautiful it's got water yeah it's a beautiful stadium and they've got great food i mean irish nachos and crab sandwiches wow they do have i know they have like a couple wine bars in there oh yeah and then the yahoo seats they come bring <laughs> you food right oh, that's behind right. home plate oh club level yeah <laughs> yeah, you you've been on the you've been on the baseball field haven't you oh yeah yeah i've done that. i've done the tour um right. you know what? they do a cool like uh they have the met opera they'll do mm. before pre-covid and you got to like picnic on the grass and watch opera and you're like what oh wow that's nice well i've done the i've done a, bo- a couple of boxes there 
like from um, reps that have tickets for boxes. And then I, I know we did a, we did like an outing, like a team building thing where we went out and got to see the, the field and what have you. And our friend AJ actually sang the national anthem for oh, one did. of the games. Yeah. He, I, you can, I'm sure you can hit him up and you, he will send, yeah, he's got the link already queued. So don't worry. You, you can, you can find it. Um, so yeah, I've, um, visited several ballparks because as you guys know my husband's giant um, baseball fan he's a Yankees fan so this house is a Yankees house sorry Kendall mm-hmm. I'm sure I was telling him I'm like I'm sure Kendall's like these motherfucker Yankee Laker fan that's what Steven said he was like I'm surprised you're not a Cowboys fan and I'm like I don't I I is that football? I'm like, okay. I'm like, no. I'm is it bad though? I'm a I'm a Niners fan by default. No. So that's a family. A Cowboys fan. No, I'm not. I'm not a Cowboys fan. Um, but yeah, so we were we got excited for opening day. He wa- he was watching the game. Um, you know, had his whole thing. We even have part of the old Yankee Stadium because uh, when they moved. Right? Yeah, we have actually the our seat numbers like that they hang, you know, so you can see where your tickets are. Um, it's huge, it's this huge sign. And uh, yeah, so we're really excited. Um, I have a side, like, you know how you have a side piece NBA team? I have a side piece um, baseball team and that would be the Baltimore Orioles. What? And I know, <laughs> I know they're not, it's not even like they're- Explain, ha- I don't know. Okay. I got, okay, so I, tra- we've traveled with, you know, we would take like summer, or, you know, spring breaks, whatever. And we traveled to go see Yankees play at other stadiums. So Steven was a big like Yankee fan and I'm like a big stadium fan, right? So we've seen them play the White Sox and we even went to Wrigley Field, even though they don't play, they didn't do inner game, but we wanted to go. We were in Chicago, so we went there. Seattle we've seen them play in Seattle we've seen them play um Angels we've gone to Los to the Dodger Stadium even though they, they don't play there we've gone to see them in Oakland which is crazy that whole stadium oh, is hot dogs. bonkers yep. the Oakland A Stadium is one of the most bonkers stadium which is not I mean it's just crazy there there it's a it's crazy they're fun though the athletics is they're they're a fun team fun to go there and 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 watch it so we've been uh, you know but the baltimore the the oriole stadium is so cool it is yeah it it is um camden is it camden yards right it's so cool i went there and i think like it was my favorite experience of baseball because they had the they had these giant smoker grills out and everyone was barbecuing i mean the beers we were like drinking giant beers and they have the fucking coolest mascot <laughs> which is an oriole a bird is a, a bird <laughs> all the mascots a bird does it for Liz <laughs> well, well, so bird watcher over here if I oh, get- that's true that's true it's well I mean a fucking marlin I'm not gonna go for a marlin the Yankees don't have a mascot no. um I'm not a fan of. Uh, Yankees I think, don't have a mascot. It's not just some yank like dude. <laughs> no, they don't have a mascot at all. Like the New York Knicks don't have a mascot. Yeah, they're too cool. New York's too cool for a mascot. Mm-hmm. 
Except for the Mets. Mets have Mr. Met, that giant dude with a Mr. Yeah, Mr. Metz. Just a giant baseball ball head. Yeah. But that's cool. I've gone to we've gone to the Mets Stadium, seen the the Subway series there. Um, we went to see a Nationals game where they have like Teddy never wins. It's like this presidential race mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So we've gone to like a lot of play. He's gone to the Red where the Red Sox play. Um, and he's also gone to see a um, Tampa Bay Rays because they play um, the Yankees. So unless it's an interleague, we haven't really done any like other like outside of their league. But opening day, I mean – it's a lot of fun. And I mean, it's, I'm a little bit nervous because I know in Texas, no offense, uh, Kendall, but they are allowing like full stadium. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yes. Listen, I'm like, I don't even know who's on the Rangers. I don't like anything that they've done, you know, when it comes to being like the last to send a message on Black Lives Matter. They're one of two teams to not have a pride night. I don't even know what the hell's happening within the organization. All I know is like, I don't know a single name on our team anymore. And then, you know, of course now the full capacity, like I don't even know if I'm a Rangers fan anymore. Like mm. we might, we might have to do forever fan freer for a new yeah, baseball. I, I would be Rod, uh, Dodgers. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Easy. Sorry. I know. I know. But sorry, Karen, no <laughs> giants. Hey, I- I, I mean, there's a reason there's a rivalry. It's, I, well, I can't, I'm not going to say bad. I'm not going to badmouth the Giants. But Kindle, I think a lot of stadiums let you go if you've got a vaccine. I mean, like SF's a lot more stricter, but they're like, if you want to, it's like 20% capacity. And if you want to see a game, you have to have a vaccine. So, yeah. um, right. I know, I, I, from what I understand, the Padres and the Dodgers are stacked this season. Yeah. Padres so, a lot of money. Petco Stadium is a nice stadium too. Yeah. So we want to go. We haven't been there, so we want to go there. And we'll once, of course, vaxxed and you know, whatever the capacity is. And then we'll most likely go see the Angels play because they play the Yankees. They're in the same league as the Yankees. Um, I've been to Dodger Stadium, really cool. And I heard um there's some upgrades there as well with the seating and they have their food their micheladas are like banging bang yeah yeah they're really good um and they have like good tacos yeah it's just they have really good food breath the rest of the week they're good yeah i will say that the yankee stadium is probably the worst in food sorry that's a bummer wow it's a total bummer it's a real bummer it was was a really like huge bummer that they got rid of the old stadium rather than just renovating it yeah really sucked i mean they literally didn't they just move it like across like street (laughs) yes they literally moved it across the street and i mean i don't know like a lot of people liked it like the new stadium because they feel it's more like uh in with the legacy of them and you know it's the sound is better and all this stuff i guess whatever like i didn't mind the old stadium but whatever you know i don't know they want to rebuild on really old infrastructure you know they're just like just mm-hmm. start over but baseball's like all about like the pastime and the history right like that's right. fun and 
That's where Babe Ruth played. Well, that's why they figured they could make so much money with the fans buying their stadium seats and all that <laughs> stuff from the Oh, they made a ton of money. That's like the, the way, <laughs> dude, they will, any like inch of real estate has like a dollar sign on it. Yeah. So they, they're definitely, I mean, you know, all of sports knows how to <laughs> squeeze the stone for that last dime, last penny. Um, so yeah, so they, they definitely do that, but it's, it's actually, I mean, it's a cool stadium, but I just don't think the food is the best. We usually just get hot dogs and Bud Light, you know, um, or a Sabaro pizza, because you would think they're in New York and they have Sabaro pizza in their stadium. They advertise Subway on the, like, as a sponsor, no Subway sandwiches in, in the whole place. Um, I don't know. I have problems with that, but I will, I will say one of the, another really good place for food with stadium is the Seattle where Seattle plays. So they have a wine bar and you can get like a half bottle of wine and you can't take the bottle with you. So they actually pour it in a sippy cup (laughs) and you can walk around with a half bottle of wine (laughs) in a sippy cup. I, that is amazing that is fantastic I love that I love that so I will say for uh, for baseball for me is definitely one of those things where being there is is the best Mm -hmm. and getting the food and sitting and having that time and I'm excited that it's back on and I hope everybody is going to be cautious about being there although you know some places more than others but I'm excited yeah, it'll be good. There really is nothing better than winning a nice day at a baseball game. Yeah. You buy the cheap ten dollar seats, it doesn't matter where you're at. And then you just get really drunk on the mm-hmm. beer and eat shitty food and just like there's like really nothing better than that. Yeah. It is definitely like I mean they call it the American pastime and I gotta say it is definitely it feels very much like us. Like it's yeah. it's so cool. It's yeah. really cool. I'm excited. And I don't know, like uh, my husband was saying, seeing the games and seeing, you know, people in the stadium, of course, social distance and with masks on gave him hope, yeah. you know, was like a visual hope for him. And I, you know, I was glad for that. I'm glad that that's, that could be a hope for some people. And that's pretty cool. I think that's really cool. Um, moving on from baseball, which maybe we'll add some baseball talk as we go on, uh, with the season, but, um, we'll see. But right now we got to talk about the NBA, some things going on in the NBA. I'm going to look at the standings really quick because they are, we got the Nets in first place, followed by the Sixers who with Joel Embiid is like, who knows when he's going to be coming back with, I don't think we have a time table for him to be back that is supposed to be back tonight is he okay all right um well there's they're in second and then you got the bucks hornets hawks heat and knicks are in seventh place so hoo-ha with that um on the west side you got jazz suns clippers lakers oh yeah yeah uh nuggets trailblazers uh, Mavs and Spurs. The Warriors are in tenth. That's that's on that's you, Karen. Um, the <laughs> the <laughs> no, Karen, that's you. 
<laughs> Andre Drummond started and broke a toenail and couldn't play the game, the rest of the game. So that's what happened on the Lakers. Um, the Trailblazers are holding steady. We like to see that. That's you, Kendall. Um, okay, so back to the Warriors real quick. <laughs> Karen, 77, 130. The, the max gap was 61 points, y'all. Like, wow. Okay. okay. Can you explain? Okay, so Curry was out. Okay. Which I forget. Probably legit. But uh, Mr. Star Player Draymond Green was like, <laughs> first off, it was a la- late scratch and something like a finger and lip injury or some <laughs> bullshit but pretty much he admitted saying um a playing game doesn't motivate me and oh. let's be real his whack ass probably didn't want to fight to help this team for shit because curry wasn't there and he didn't of course you know a lot of people have been playing a lot of stats especially during this game that mm. the warriors are like one in seven when curry doesn't play wow mm-hmm and it's like, you know, a lot of people, he's an underdog, right? We all know that small mm-hmm. guy. He, his way of playing the game wasn't big man dunks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he does, doesn't seem like an ego of a superstar, but like mm-hmm. that, this season right here just shows his difference. Like, yes, mm-hmm. we need to play. Yes, we need other players. But like when Curry's out, they're not shit. And yeah. especially when you have the supposed all-star adjacent Draymond Green, mm-hmm. not even want to step up to the plate, baseball pun intended, when he can <laughs> actually be a leader. And there's an opportunity to actually be in the playoffs, but he doesn't want to because why? He doesn't think the team will, I, I don't know. It's trash. And yeah. we'll, more trash later with that trash, but <laughs> it's disappointing. Even Kerr, his interview, you know, usually he's very eloquent, but he was pretty mm-hmm. much like, it's humiliating <laughs> like like the reporters are trying to pull it out of him he's like i don't know what to tell you like everyone is just humil- like it's just humiliating yeah wow wow that is like i when when i was told about the score i didn't believe it and oh, so i right. went <laughs> so, that's the full score of some college game 61 points like the- wow no wow defense. no defense yeah you're you're right on though it goes to show like how important a leader is and Steph being that you know point person that leader and it's just too bad that you know you have a veteran like Draymond who uh has called himself the uh the best defensive player you know ever and has a lot of opinions and yet he can't um lead his team he has to defend his opinions is what you mean <laughs> his his leadership style is just yelling at you though yeah, <laughs> right? it is. it's abusive he's not a leader he's yeah. he's definitely like my dad where he's like um do as i say don't do as i do i'm like uh-uh boo boo no thank you get off the team mm-hmm. like maybe we didn't do a bunch of trades and got rid of some cap space so then mm-hmm. when we get rid of draymond we got a big chunk of money for you know Mm-hmm. come on board i'm you with want, it <laughs> you you with it you with giannis what oh my god that's so funny i don't know about Giannis. his attitude too isn't sexy to me right now so I that's true that's true yeah i mean that that was that's crazy that score was just nuts to me 
so it's like i don't even know how to say it like wait i mean it's your team hanging wow yeah Who's yeah toronto raptors oh, raptors yeah yeah those against the raptors were they in and were they i, I mean like i I wasn't watching, but were they in the Bay or were they in uh, Miami? I think they were in Toronto. Yeah. No, because they the oh, Toronto's playing in Miami. They yeah. are not playing. Yeah, they're in Miami. They're eleven in the East. Wow. Yeah, I mean. Wow, you get smoked by the eleven seed in the East. I would. I- I wish that that's the game that like the Lakers should be playing or something. It's like everybody's healthy when the Lakers come into town. Like the Bucks just played the Knicks and they literally had nobody. They didn't have Giannis. They didn't have DiVincenzo. They didn't have um, Holiday God. playing the Knicks and the Knicks won. And then the, they, they played the Lakers a couple of days later and like all the good starters. And I'm like, God damn it. It couldn't have been, couldn't have been a G League team. <laughs> for the Lakers because I'm telling you LeBron and AD being out I'm I get I'm very nervous and yes see I called it I called it Ballaholics who is in our league he tried to trade me LeBron and normally I'd be like hyped to get on Liz's good side because I told her you know what you are not in a good place (laughs) with her right now (laughs) He, he took LeBron in the draft and yeah there was a lot of hate raid, but in the trade, I was like, no, no, no. He's, he's getting to the point where if he doesn't slow down, he's going to have a major injury. And here we are. Here we are. I will say though, and I would love to hear you guys. If you, if you do, if you have seen it, have you seen the NBA? Um, what is it? The, the jam of trailer. Oh, for space jam, space jam. I yeah, I will not a trailer. I saw a little bit of it within this larger trailer of like movies coming out. Okay, so have you seen have, Kendall? Have you seen the Space Jam trailer? So I watched it this morning. I'm gonna tell you, I'm kind of hyped. It looks actually kind of cool. It it looks like fun. So I'm kind of hyped. I probably go with my nephew to see it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it regardless. I I wasn't into the original with my Michael Jordan. So what? Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I just, I wasn't like, I never, and then watching it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of hokey, but this new one, it looks pretty cool. That's because you're a LeBron stan. (laughs) Get out. Get out. (laughs) I've got no problem with that. (laughs) No problem being called that. But yes, I think it looks pretty good and I'm excited to see that. Um, Yeah, Karen, your Warriors got, they got some things to, I mean- it's one thing to have injuries. It's one thing to have a young squad. It's another thing to just have a fucking weight around your neck that's just going to bring you down. I think that's a huge difference. Mental. We always talk about the mental. Weight is. Well, I think we know what the weight is. <laughs> yeah. And we always talk about the mental game. Yeah, Karen. I mean, we've always talked about how what what happens in the locker rooms. A lot of times, it can. It could break a team. You know, you have all the parts, but if you're not, you're not in the right mental place, then it doesn't really matter. Right. It doesn't matter. Um, speaking of wrong mental space, <laughs> we're going to talk about KD again. Oh, again. Yes. this guy is, where's yeah. the Q Brittany toxic? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so he decided to get in some DM war with Michael Rappaport. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, what Rappaport tweeted wasn't even like, it was just like, if you're going to be super emotional, don't do an interview. Probably because he's trying to say, because it's, you're going to, you might break and it's going to be embarrassing, but uh, someone got in his feeling. Yeah. Dude, Kevin Durant just was so terrible. He called him a cunt. He called him a pussy. He called him a bitch. He also got fined for his homophobia in the DM. So yeah, 50,000. 50,000 as he should. Mm-hmm. And when asked later about it during a press conference, he did apologize for using that language. And he's like, you know, I, I he did. The good thing is he took accountability, which I like to see. He didn't try to say like, oh, well, the situation, he was just like, yeah, I said those and I apologize. And I hope the fans can get past it because um, I'm going to do better. Like, I appreciated that. I just, I am so sick of this. I'm going to do better. You are what, like a 30 year old man and you didn't know that that was something you shouldn't say. I'm just so like, all these guys were like, I didn't know what that meant. Then why are you saying shit that you don't even know what it means? But like, also you do know what it means and you're just apologizing because you got caught. Yeah. Like, I just so over all of that please, please, I didn't know what I was saying, you know, just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm so sorry, I'll, I'll be better. Yeah. What? Like, I, I agree. grown-ass man. I agree. I, I, I thought the whole thing was a joke. I thought it was a total joke. I'm like, what? When I was, all these tweets started coming out about screenshots of him and his conversation with Michael Rappaport. I think what he was trying to say was like, he thought, he, he thought that, him and Rappaport were like that you know they were friends like that and he's like that's how we talk to one another I didn't mean for you to put me on blast with these screenshots and say you're gonna call your lawyer and all of this stuff and it's just like I mean when I don't know I don't know he just needs to just maybe get off social media for a little bit you know Michael Rappaport, though, like, you're going to let that guy get under your skin? Seriously. I mean, you guys saw it. It's like, especially when, and we see it as women, and we see it targeted to women, like, Katie just kept going. There was no conversation. Rappaport responded twice, but there's four pages of DMs. Yeah. Right? He went off. And that's that whole thing where people, the last time when he was in the situation on Twitter with Stephen Kerr, and you know his the his ex coach and people on Twitter were kind of trying to be like, yo, just chill, relax, it ain't no thing. It was taken out of context, blah, blah blah. And he was like, no, I come on Twitter and until this while this app is on, I'm about you know taking a, defending myself and I'm gonna be on here. And you're just like, bro, like it doesn't need to be like that. You are a superstar. You're a superstar. You're an amazing player. You've won championships. What is your problem? Yeah. He enjoys being the villain. He's made himself out to be the villain. He needs therapy. 
that's just yes. abuse. Like the way he talked to Rappaport, I can't imagine other people who haven't shared how Katie comes at them like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny. I just saw a whole thing with Chris Brown doing the same shit to someone else, and we all know Chris right. Brown's tendencies. He literally. <sighs> To Offset, I think, which I'm kind of like, whatever, Offset's trash too, but <laughs> right. Chris Brown literally like was like, meet me in my house at four. Here's my address. I'm going <laughs> to fight you off a meme that Offset was like, yeah, memes are lame, bro. And then uh, Offset shared the whole exchange too. And so all these people have fucking Chris Brown's address. <laughs> But suppose he had a whole yard sale at his house for his fans, like to fire. (laughs) I don't know. It's a mess. It's a mess. (laughs) Oh my God. We know Chris Brown has a temper. So, but I'm like, that's an abuse. These men are abusers, period. And, 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 and honestly, how many times have we seen the, you know, notes app apologies already? And how many apologies has Chris Brown like given us of all these things that have happened? And yet, up their PR people. I'm just like, okay, uh, I, it's not real. It's just like they. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. Am I tripping? Where's the fine for Katie? It's. Oh, it was around work. It was around him interviewing. Oh, he did get fined. Oh, good. Yeah, he got fined fifty thousand dollars. Thank God. For yeah, uh, for whatever for the 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 slur, the language he I mean, used. Fifty thousand on his salary. What is that? Like, yeah, it's, it's nothing. nothing. I mean, it's nothing. It's laughable. But be like ten bucks to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that money should go to like uh, DV organiz- domestic abuse violence organization. That like, I don't know. It's I'm just like, what is. I'm tired of talking about the, these guys doing these things. Like KD is just. He was like, I thought he was fine. He had the boardroom, you know, he was rehabbing. He was, he's doing great on the court. And it's like, what is this flare-ups? What is happening? I mean, I know, I get it. We're all in the pandemic. <laughs> I don't know. Like, spend your time getting your nappy, goatee, <laughs> facial hair, <laughs> you know, in order. Go get yes. a girlfriend. Do. Yes. <laughs> yeah don't take this this uh negativity you have onto like your playstation and be like myers leonard and just start saying shit like just maybe go be like clay and kayak around thank you (laughs) thank you yes exactly be like clay like get your hair in order you have way too much money to be looking like you do Get yourself cleaned up and go find a girlfriend. Stay off social media. Like, just zen out, man. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, like, roasting someone on Twitter. Like, you know how uh, Dame and CJ, you know, they kind of go back and forth. And, you know, everyone's like, it's a (laughs) lot. Right? It's like this lightheartedness shit, you know, it's, I'm, we're not saying go dark and not have any interactions with anybody. It's just like, if you go from zero to 100 over Michael Rappaport's tweet, there is a situation here. Right. Yeah. Something's going on. 
that is beyond. I mean, did he like do something to your, a family member? <laughs> I mean, that like that kind of rage is acceptable for someone who maybe like ran your dog over, right. you know, I can understand that, right. but like for someone that you might know on a periphery level, and especially someone like Michael Rappaport, who like is just a personality that sometimes shoots his mouth off. Like everybody knows that about him. It's not worth it. And then now what's happening. So now what the real thing, I can just see it. I can't now it's instead of Katie being like, fuck, I need to like, think about how I'm rage raging out. It's going to be like, I can't trust anyone. This is why I can't trust anyone. I could see that being the narrative that he's doing playing in his head. Yeah. It's never going to be about him until he gets fined or gets caught. And then he's going to say like, oh, I apologize, blah, blah, blah. But then it, there's no nothing. I mean, at least Kyrie. Yeah, we've talked about Kyrie. But Kyrie seems to be putting some work in. Like, he seems to be like, you know, saying like, hey, that's the narrative you want to do. This, that, whatever. Right, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just think like. Kyrie needs to sage Katie. I think so. <laughs> yes. Like in a bath of fucking sage and Florida water or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Water. <laughs> Throw some laughter, calm that bitch down. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think you might. I think you might. Yeah. Um, moving on, we have to address this. Karen, I'm gonna let you mm-hmm. handle because this is we gotta talk about what Draymond I, I hate that we are even talking about him in general. Right. But as we all know, Draymond tried to Captain Save a Ho Twitter thread, <laughs> trying to tell women how to fucking, you know, act, like improve the league or whatever bullshit. And it was uh, because it's like, hey guys, how about do the things you're already doing? Because a systemic uh, sexism doesn't exist and you just aren't doing enough and you're not telling enough stories or really talking to management. And it's like, bitch. Some women were nice. Again, as usual, women always being classy. Did I? Um, Women always being classy and telling them, well, thank you. Um, How about we have a conversation so we can like enlighten you what we have been doing before you keep talking. And then he goes on an interview to say, oh, hold on. I, I have to say it word by word because like, please. And I bookmarked it, which I don't bookmark Draymond stuff, but you know. you know well while you're looking for that i do i want to just say that was the thing that got me okay fine you had this twitter thread that was super like no one asked for you had prominent women in women prominent athletes respond to you saying okay thanks but no thanks and this is why you shouldn't be talking out of your ass Mm -hmm. and then He's like, oh, let me, okay, thanks, but I'm going to actually double down. And Karen, that's where what you got lined up. I'm really tired of seeing them complain about the lack of pay because they're doing themselves a disservice by just complaining. (sighs) Yeah, that's all they're doing. Wow, bitch. And even the reporter who was interviewing him had to correct it a minute. He still doubled down again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know that we talked a while back, a couple, a few episodes back, maybe where we 
acknowledge the fact that he was complaining about uh, how teams tend to trade players mid game or whatever, and how the players don't have choices. And I was, and at that time I said, that's all fine and good if you have that opinion, but you know, it'd be better is if you actually went to leadership or if you like, cause you have to go to the top to, to, or if you, uh, don't tell me a fan or a reporter about this. You need to go talk to the owners and to the commissioner and all this stuff. So basically, hey, do, did you do that, Draymond? Did you go and fix that by doing that? Or did you just espouse your opinion um, and then walk away? Because that's literally what you just did. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. It was uneducated. It was disrespectful. And then you double down. What the fuck, bro? I'm sick. I'm sick of it. I actually like, I'm just like, do you know? So basically, thank you for telling women what they should be doing, although that that's what they do. Yeah, he's clearly not been paying attention to literally the last how X amount of years that like starting back when the USWNT, like Megan Rapinoe and all them, like, how long have they been in court over this? Like clearly. And you know those women more than just complained. Like those women responded. You know, they probably even DM'd him and said, Hey, we're we're glad that this is on your radar. Have a conversation with us and we'll give you the background, see where you can support. And he's not even listening. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what we were texting about, right? Like, I dare him to say this to Laisha Clarendon's face. Mm-hmm. Neca's face, yep. uh, Megan Rapino, Subert. Mm-hmm. I dare him. He's got that Zoom and Twitter confidence right now. I dare him to say this to their faces in person. Yep. And you know damn well he won't. No. Because he ain't shit. Those women are way more popular and important than his ass. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He has no he idea. He was mansplaining to a female reporter mm-hmm. about women's issues. Like, and she even corrected him. And like you said, like he doubled down on it. Like you are mansplaining women's issues to a woman right now. <laughs> like who covers the women you are complaining about? Like, what oh are you, God. what is happening? It's, it's, a, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. It is insane. It's like you, you feel, I feel crazy. But you when know, when I see this, I'm glad it's him. Cause guess what? No one ain't listening to him. He wants to go right. complain to refs about calls all the time and tell women to stop complaining. And I mean, I'm sorry. When Stephen A. Smith agrees with you that playing games aren't motivating, y'all are canceled. You're part of the same group of people I don't give a fuck about. There you go. <laughs> Agreed. TikTok. I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> I agree. I have to agree, but at the same time, yes, no one. I mean, he's just a hot bag of, of air. Oh, right. I think, you know, you know, I've been very like, Draymond. I know. And a lot of Warriors fans aren't, but guess what? Lately, ain't nobody listening to him. I'm no. hearing trade Draymond. So we're okay, ladies. And yes, I agree with you with that. But I guess what also happens is that then you look at his comments on the thread and it's just, it's men saying, who cares about the women's game? They're a bunch of complainers. All of them, none of them, all of them are just doubling down on the sexist 
you know, things that that he's bubbling up. None of them, none of them are like, and then I remember in the first thread that he came out in trying to mansplain all of this, he was very active in responding to people telling him, hey, dude, you're not on point here. This is wrong. This is actually, you You don't know what you're talking about. He was quick to respond to them, but on this other email or Twitter thread where men were in there saying, who cares about the women's game? I didn't see him respond. Yeah, I didn't see him be quick to tweet back at them saying like, that's not what that's, this is not what this is about. I mean, no. yeah, I'm with you, but you know what? There, uh, the nice thing is there are men in here being like, I'm tired of you complaining refs. Why don't you help with a solution? Quit complaining about women complaining. No bro. Like not, you know, there are yeah. a few good men that are just smart in general Yeah, and being like, shut up. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird though. Someone as irrelevant as he's becoming is like, he, he decides to do what he did to at, to women athletes and not help at all and just be a part of the problem in his ignorance. The audacity. The exactly. <laughs> the audacity. I mean, he's basically like, what are you wanting them to do? Go door to door and like Girl Scouts and be like, hello, we have a game today. Would you mind watching it on, uh, you know, channel 120? No. Like, what is he wanting them more? What more can they do? Like, it's so sexist to think we're just sitting around pretty on couches complaining. That right. We're, hello, women do the work, period. My, like, you're really doing the work of raising all your kids, bruh. Well, my, and also, your mind daughter. you, my mind you that MLB has pulled the all-star game out of Atlanta, Georgia, and that goes directly back into the WNBA and what that group of yes. black women did. So I'm sorry. A whole ass league got rid of an owner. <laughs> yes. Yes. A whole, a whole black women's league got the first black senator from from Georgia into the U.S. Congress. Right. Yes. I mean, okay. I I see a lot more actual action items being done by these same women that you say only sit back and complain about not getting equal pay. Wow. And I mean, you know, I may not have a say in this, um, but I am a, a ally and a watcher. But mm. a lot of um, people in the black community are like, bruh, you are giving the same excuse to why people say, oh, well, if black people worked harder or people mm. of color did this and actually behaved, then, you know, ignoring mm. systemic racism, he's using the same fucking argument. Yeah. A man of color is using the same argument that women aren't working hard enough for equality. Uh, what, what's the white slave person do, saying to you and your people? Hello. Right. Making the oppressed put in the work to make yeah. the change. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same way as like making the oppressed um, educate you on why they're oppressed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're Another not, thing, it's like- You're acting like an ally, but you're not doing the work to understand what work's been done. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, now that he's spouting off, women are like, we're already fucking tired, right? Now yeah. we have to sit him down and explain like, 
this dude with a platform. Like, you can't be saying that. That's just a whole, you're just putting more shit on our plate. Yeah. He's not important. We've got Steph Curry. We got Kobe. We got LeBron. We don't need. I mean, he just puts so many, he just makes it so that so many more people that are already putting energy in and that are tired have to do it. Whether you, whether it's the women or whether it's the allies or whether, you know, whatever you want, like everyone that supports it, it's exhausting. And he's just making, and he's just making it easier for people to come at these women athletes um, with sexist uh, comments. And it's like, fuck, like any, any step forwards is just erased by someone who has a platform like he does to do the shit that he did. And it's just sickening. And I don't want to talk about him anymore. I really don't. And I, I, though I think, I mean, we were in, we were in our text threads. This was an important one Um, during women's history month. Thank you. Uh, On top of that. (laughs) What dumb dumb media outlet is going to fucking Draymond to ask him to speak out on women? He should just be banned. He should not be allowed to do press. I mean, Steve Kerr, come on. Like we know that Kerr is a huge, uh, you know, advocate for inclusivity, for equal pay, for all these uh, human rights issues that we see him talk about. It's like, I understand you don't want to step in the shit that someone else made. I get that. But at some point, it's also your responsibility as someone who's working with them, coaching them, mentoring them, whatever you want to call it, to also be like, you need to shut the fuck up. Or (laughs) I unprompted, yeah, I, Steve Kerr unprompted spoke out about the fact that he didn't want no smoke with KD because of the whole podcast comment. Well, you want, how about you don't want any smoke with the entire women's uh, you know, athletes out here, the WNBA, all the, all the women, not just the, the basketball that he's put that Draymond's putting out. Why don't you unprompt say, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. You, you sound dumb. You're acting dumb. And you're only incentivizing other dummies to come out and start more shit that these women don't need because we're all tired. We act like Draymond listens to anybody but himself. That's true too. Well, y'all's that's a problem. Oh, he needs to get traded. Like that's a problem. I'm printing my t-shirt today. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my Warriors jersey in the back will say trade Draymond. <laughs> my Warriors jersey is gonna say, where's Clay? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, watch out. You're going to get one that says that. Where's the clay? <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Where's the clay? He's still out in the bay rowing, trying to get to work out. Yeah, he's probably shaking his head with Roscoe, like, what is Draymond? <laughs> oh. Well, I'm sorry we have to end our segment on that note, but it is what it is. And hopefully, you know, next time we'll be able to like talk about who won the championships and a lot more good stuff coming out we know that the WNBA draft is this month also so you know get get your jitterbug and uh and t-mobile cricket wireless ready shit together (laughs) get get your life Life alerts ready (laughs) life alerts (laughs) sponsored by depends (laughs) 
because yeah, the internet, the Wi-Fi connection, it's going to depend. <laughs> yeah, the whole league should be sponsored by depends because it all depends on if we got good Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh man that's coming that'll be this month so we got we'll have a lot to talk about there so we're gonna take a break uh we went through a lot of shit in in this segment and we're gonna come back with our hoops on off so we'll be right back and we're back with our final segment hoops on hoops off and this time around we're gonna start with karen and I think Karen has a hoop on. So when you're ready, Karen, let me know. And we're going to go in three, two, go. My hoop's on is for Easter candy. <laughs> Every holiday has candy associated with it. And there's a different candy season, you know, but I think Easter is my favorite candy season. I'll tell you why. Numero uno, peeps. I know it's not everyone's bag, but listen, hmm. marshmallow, check. Dot, food dye, check sugar mm. check soft little bunnies yes and they have fun with flavors there's like party cake and there's like cotton candy and then i don't know what the recent one was but oh i had a lavender one i was like oh this is mm. um also i am a huge cadbury eggs fan both the one with the like sugary yolk but also just the minis because there's something about cadbury chocolate i don't know about you guys i love it it's a beautiful taste Mm. Um, and anything jelly beans. I mean, I had mm. some for breakfast today. Kendall knows. <laughs> Check the stash she said, Olivia. So hoops on to Easter. Oh, I like that. I like that. I haven't gotten an Easter basket for a long time, but I do know that I will hustle to get the discount Easter candy yes. after Sunday. <laughs> you can even get it Sunday. Yeah. 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 No I'm ready too is those little like pastel colored chocolate eggs with the shells oh that's yeah like the cadbury mini eggs is that what it is oh or is it yeah i don't know what it that mm. little, it's just like those are different yeah. <laughs> easter easter candy does hit different okay. it truly does yeah. i like it i like it better than halloween candy oh, i'm not a candy it's just mini <laughs> yeah, yeah. i uh, have ever done sugar eggs but Ollie got a nice kit and it's like this, just oh. all, it's like a sugar skull, but it's two egg halves and you decorate with icing, like a little scene. She has like a little mm. duck on and you stick the sucker on, decorate the outside. It's like, oh, cute. Oh, sugar. Mm. Oh, and don't, like the Reese's eggs. Oh, oh, those are jam. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. The Christmas tree ones. I'm like, Yes, all of those. Yes. The Russell Stover marsh chocolate marshmallow filled ones. Yes. Thank you. Yes. All of them. All of it. Uh, you know what, Karen? That's an excellent hoops on because oh, it is excellent. Ex- excellent. <laughs> Trust us, we're almost done with this episode. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting ready to wrap this one up, kids. <laughs> All right, I'm next. Karen, can you time me? Oh, you're last. Oh, am I last? Oh, yeah, I am last. We're in the okay. high note. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. Kendall, you are next. Karen, are you going to time her? Are you ready? Yeah. Three, 
too. Um, so early, early this morning, I woke up to a murderous scene in my bed. <laughs> my poor, poor puppy, Lainey, she's not a puppy, she's 12 years old, had shit, like actual shit, a fiery, hot, diarrhea type shit all over the bed. And not only did she do that, but I accidentally put my hand in it too, trying to get her off the bed. So this morning, my mom and I, you know, had to deal with that situation. So I guess this is like a hoops off, but hoops on type situation because even though we had to deal with that and like literally throw everything on the bed into the trash. Right. Uh, I still love her and she's still really cute and snuggly and she's laying right here just asleep and I think she's just not feeling well and you know what it happens sometimes <laughs> yes yes agreed agreed oh Lainey butts Lainey butts I mean it was gross y'all it was it was a scene it was like she it was like three different little areas on the bed and not only that but then she laid back down and it was all over her oh. it was this <laughs> well a, as a as a former senior dog owner because as you all know my Penelope pug was 17 years old um when she you know ascended uh into heaven and uh she I I, I cannot tell you how much uh liquids on all sides that came out of her that I cleaned up happily. I happily cleaned it all up because she was a sweet princess baby angel. Yeah. So and I feel you. Lainey was so embarrassed. You could just tell, you could tell when dogs get embarrassed, right? She yeah. So embarrassed. She went outside and she just like laid down. It was like oh. six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> she was just like laying down, like staring out into the distance. It was like, oh, Are you going to have to diaper her at night? Is she having trouble controlling? Poor baby. This is the first time this has ever happened. Oh, she does have really bad arthritis in her hips and her legs. Because oh, when she was little, somebody broke her legs and didn't fix them right so mm. she's always had just issues but now obviously she's 12 and the arthritis is hit so oh trust me i i feel you i feel you shoulder <laughs> pain it's arthritis y'all yeah, yeah i feel you oh well laney it's all right it's hoops off hoops yeah. on yeah but let's <laughs> maybe not do that again yeah Hold on. That would be cool. Fine, and I'll let you down to let you out instead of you just going for it. Okay. Look at my face and wake me up and get out of here. That is, that seems like the equivalent of the what is the horse head in the bed on the Godfather movie? <laughs> it was it was like a scene out of a movie where you just like you know you put your hand in something and you like slip. Yeah. Chocolate or shit. Chocolate or shit. That's I'm dying. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. This is yeah. a, <laughs> <laughs> a melted recess egg. <laughs> oh boy. Oh dogs, they're awesome. Um Karen, let me know. Am I ready? Yes. Three, okay. All right. two. 
Okay, so I'm doing a hoops on to grilling season. Yes, I'm putting my hoops on. I'm getting myself ready. I have a giant gas grill. The sun is out. And honestly, I don't think that there's anything that needs to be cooked indoors when you have gorgeous weather and a grill, whether it be charcoal, whether it be a smoker, whether it be a little smoky Joe, whether it be uh, the egg, whether it be the gas grill. I don't care. You like grilling is next level. Um, it's a party waiting to happen. It's a meal that you want to share. You take a beer out there. You're just like listening tunes and, and you got the grill. I just, I, every, every great family moment that I can remember is done around a grill. So hoops on to grilling season, baby. And you know what? You can be masked off. And with the grill, let's do it. Yes. Oh my God. Super vibes on that grill. Uh, Wood planks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Veggie tastes the best off the grill. Oh yeah. I got the veggie basket so they don't fall through the grates. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Got the seasonings. I got marinades. I got like, guys, I mean, honestly, as soon as we're all vaxxed y'all can come out here, I'm excited. It's going to grill. Yeah. Grilling the season. Grilling season. Hoops on. Ice cold beer. Mm. So good. Oh, corn. I'm excited. Elote. Well, we've already done corn. Ooh. We've done corn. I'm telling you, it's it's on. It's on. And we're gonna, I'm gonna right after this, I'm going grilling. We're yeah. gonna be grilling right now. <laughs> party. It's party. It's a party. It's a party. Um, well, with that, this party's coming to an end. Thank you all for listening to the Hoops Talk. Um, make sure you subscribe, review and us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And of course, the Good News Radio app every Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Um, we're also on social. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram um, at the Hoops Talk Pod and at the Hoops Talking. Um, you know, we're, we're around. We're around. And we're excited for, you know, let's get, let's get April. Please, let's, let's quit the foolishness now. <laughs> let's get ready we got lots to lots going on so thanks everyone for listening we hope you have a great weekend and we are out Whoop.